0: Sounded like I was pissing at the beginning of that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just enjoying myself a little tequila. <clears throat> Alright, you ready? <clears throat>
1: yep.
0: Let's do this. On three, two, one, you know how it goes. What the fuck is up, everybody? Welcome to the Great Earth Podcast. One half of your favorite fat duo here. That's me, Tony, with my other half, Mr. Austin Rolison. Austin, buddy. Feels like I just saw you last night. Uh, <laughs> so... How are we? I'm doing good. Calm down
1: since the last time.
0: <laughs> I feel you. I mean, you pissed off a lot of millennials. And from what I'm seeing, a couple of Gen Zers. I don't know if you like have seen the TikTok, but like, there's a few people that are kind of throwing their two cents in. Oh, no. no nothing too bad, actually. I was shocked. I was waiting for, like, you're a piece of shit. You're an asswipe. You're a bigot. You're a racist fuck you hope you die like i was hoping for that shit i didn't get that it was actually um, it was quite good so so far it's just you know like little things like well actually foreign policy you know but i digress aside from that i'm glad to know you've calmed down and you know that trailer i sent you from daily wire man it looks pretty fucking funny it it could be bad though too dude it does kind of look you know, like, I'm a little worried. But it it looks pretty good. I love that everybody from Daily Wire is basically in it. Fucking even Ben Shapiro's in it, apparently. And, like, that I'm looking forward to. Yeah, hell yeah. Well, like, i fucking... So I'm waiting to see, like, you know, the, the backlash. What's going to come with that? Because you know there's going to be a lot of people talking about how shitty this movie is. Because it's, like, bad. <laughs> but that reminds me. Uh, MSN MSNBC more importantly released an article saying that there was some recent poll that shows Americans have a second take on trans men and women being involved in sports and basically the the article goes making people question equality and fairness for trans people (laughs) they didn't want to say like actually people are very uncomfortable with this idea instead it was why the fuck are people so sexist? <laughs> dude, it's like that Eric Andre shit. Bam! <laughs> I can't believe. He do that.
1: yeah.
0: Well, that's how Disney is, dude. Like fourth movie out of five Disney films this year flops. What is wrong with our Disney movies? And then you got a conservative dude in the back. Well, if you would just put regular shit out, bam, what's wrong with our Disney movies? <laughs> That's basically what's Why happening. Why are you
1: watching our movies?
0: Well, that dude, and if you ask me, charging people extra on top of what you would charge them for Disney Plus for a movie, you deserve to get your ass whooped a little bit. It's kind of fuck. What if I wanted to go fucking see Little Mermaid? You, I have to pay twenty extra dollars. That's a dumb setup. But. Disney's part of the what? The big four, the big five, one of the biggest movie studios. So it's kind of a duh. Because it's Disney, Universal, uh, Time Warner or Warner Brothers, whatever. They already said Universal, right? I don't fucking know. But I know that there is a, you know, like a big five, whatever you want to call it. But the point I'm making is they can actually do that for that reason. I don't think it really would hurt them that much. Personally, I feel like that's part of why they suck, but if you want to see that movie that bad, you'll fucking pay for it. You'll shell it out. That's a fact. Because I really wanted to see a movie that was coming up recently, dude. And I chose to shell out money for it when I should have waited. Because it literally goes to Peacock on December 1st. So I paid $20 for some shit I could have waited for a couple days later. (laughs)
1: Well, no, the movie I want to watch is um, the new Napoleon with
0: yeah, Walking Phoenix.
1: Phoenix, yeah.
0: I want to see that too. That looks really good. Um, But I haven't like looked at reviews or anything like that. Like I'm super scared of looking at reviews.
1: Yeah, so looking at the past, the most recent. Disney movie, Animated Disney movies. Wish? I've never seen. I haven't seen it yet. It came out like days ago. Um, it came out like last
0: week. I, I heard know. it did pretty bad, though. Supposedly. Again, I don't really like critics, but...
1: I didn't watch it, so I don't know yet. Next. I mean, like, go ahead. Strange World. That movie sucked.
0: Isn't that the one with the little gay kid?
1: Yeah, the gay kid and the disabled dog.
0: <laughs> Sorry. That was enough for me to be like ah haven't ah, made the dog disabled. Hold on, my camera's tripping.
1: Then, then we have Boncanto, which was phenomenal. I mean, really, Olivia really
0: Olivia did like that one. That was oh, like I'm wonderful. Sure I was gonna say the same. It's incredible. Well, there was another one that she liked. Um, it takes place in, like, Paris, France. It's about these fucking fish that can come out from under the water, dude, and they can walk on land. Oh, uh, not uh, Paris, uh, France. Uh, Italy.
1: Uh, yeah, you're talking about um, Silencio Bruno. Um,
0: yeah, it's got a weird name, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, Luca. Luca, that's right. That one was actually interesting. Yeah, I Luca
1: didn't... is Pixar.
0: It was interesting like I was watching it and like um I guess the only thing to take away from it for me was it's one of the few Pixar films I've seen recently that's not like completely political. It has like messages in it but
1: Well no, Pixar's usually pretty good about
0: Oh, oh it's like when Disney takes over and they're like, "Hey, we're going to make a Pixar film." Well, first off, right. y'all are making the Pixar film. We're just going to tell you what you can and can't do with it. <laughs> Teaming up together. I'm not going to lie, dude. As much as I rip on Disney, I never got to see the um, the uh, Denver Museum Pixar exhibit they had. I would have killed to have seen it. Because Pixar is groundbreaking. You know, like the software, the story right. behind the company.
1: Yeah, go back to um, the recent Pixar movies. Elemental was eh. Right. Lightyear it sucked. Lightyear was really bad.
0: Well, it tells you one thing if your movie that is designed for a certain crowd of people also didn't like it.
1: Um, Turning Red was good.
0: Not the one with the little girl that just randomly fucking turns into a fox? Or like the a panda, monstrous? Yeah.
1: The like Red Panda.
0: Isn't there... I heard that there's like a... Ru- so again, this is all online talk, but isn't that movie supposedly like a metaphor for a period? That's what some people say. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm like, I know it's like a theory. I don't think it's confirmed. I was like, because Chanel was telling me like, well, there's like one fucking scene where they mention a period. One. And she was like, it's not even a period. It's a pad. Yeah. So like, okay, I get that. And the thing
1: is, she doesn't even need it. Someone thinks she needs it because she's like turning into the thing. She runs in the bathroom. She's like, no, leave me alone. Oh, so it's a joke, basically. I going through something and she goes, well, do you need a pad? I've got some. (laughs)
0: She's like, no, okay. okay, I can, I can, I can, I can run with that because that's actually kind of funny. Then that's called- Luca, Luca's
1: pretty solid. Um,
0: Luca soul, was
1: interesting. Soul was really good. I mean, really.
0: Good. Soul, I heard of it, but I didn't see it. What's it about?
1: It's about some like jazz artist who di- who dies, and his soul is supposed to get transported to something called the Great Beyond, which is like heaven. But he like falls off the path to go to heaven and he's stuck in like where souls become like the afterlife. And He's got to find his way around right. to try to get back to his body because like his dream is to play jazz. <laughs> and he finally gets a gig opening for this really big jazz singer and he dies right before it.
0: Right, right his
1: spirit trying to get back to his his soul trying to get back to his body
0: okay so, so yeah i kind of remember
1: this, it's really good
0: well i remember Dr- seeing trailer spots for it yeah okay so that makes yeah, sense directed yeah.
1: by pete doctor the guy who did monsters
0: inc and right so i like monsters inc i love it so much bro that i refuse to see the sequel or the shit they did on disney i've never seen either that's how much i love monsters, oh, inc. monsters
1: incorporated yeah um
0: yeah, I that's wanted, the, name of the sequel, isn't it? Monsters. It Monsters
1: Incorporated. The I think
0: the TV the show. original. Oh no, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. Monsters Inc. is the movie. Incorporated the Disney, plus, and then the second one's like, what's it called? Monsters Univers Monsters University. That's what it was. Yeah. And I then, chose. Go ahead.
1: Then they have Onward, and Onward was okay.
0: What's Onward about? I remember um, something about it. Remember,
1: those two like elf brothers have to like get their reincarnation finish reincarnating their dad.
0: Oh okay. Hey, so did you like know that a... they're doing a sequel to Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey? Like I guess it was pretty successful, even though it was shitty. Oh no. Well, I never watched it, dude, because I was like, let's watch that together. And then like the more I started hearing about it, the more I was like, yeah, I'm going to avoid that one. Like that was pretty gay. It, it did, and a lot of my, like, extreme horror fans are, like, or, like, our friends that are fans are like, dude, that movie sucks. Don't watch it. And I was like, well, it's free. And they're like, all the more reason not to watch it. <laughs> but, dude, me, I'm like, I justify free. If it's free, I'll give it a shot. I don't want to pay for it unless I'm going to a theater. Or it's a movie that, like, I just know I'm going to enjoy right away. Like, here's a good example um, I'm a big Halloween fan, Saw fan. Typically, I have an opinion of each one, but like I know I'm going to enjoy it regardless of how much it sucks or whatever. I know I'm going to have a blasty blast, all right? So like I just fucking pay the 20 $30 for that. However, will not fucking pay for a movie I've not seen or know nothing of, especially one that I have high expectations for. That's a movie theater film which by the way I don't know if you guys know this but Oppenheimer is officially available for digital definitely check that out I'm not advertising for them even though it sounds like I am I'm just a big fan of this movie and um, I'm going to just say it go out and buy the Blu-ray don't just get digital quit being a bitch but anyway back to what we were saying so fuck dude how long is go ahead
1: how long has what
0: how long has Pixar been around for since we're on the topic I'm just. 97
1: that's when Toy Story came out
0: Motherfucker. Oh, damn. It came out in 95. God damn, dude. I remember that actually. Yeah, because I was a tiny ass little, so little like top. Just
1: a little bit older than me.
0: Homie. I oh. remember the first Toy Story. All right. Old oh, like,
1: Thomas and Randy Newman.
0: Yes, dude. I'm that old. So I didn't get to go to the theaters to see Toy Story as a kid, even though I wanted to, obviously. My dad and my mom bought it for me. It was the most. Uh, expensive movie they ever bought at the time $10 um, <laughs> back then probably like 20 30 but you gotta remember dude this was like movie of the year so they bought it for me on VHS I was let's see I was born in 92 barely 3 like well about 3 but I remembered enough because when it came out my dad actually took me to Walmart so we can go buy this bitch because it was at King Super, no, Albertsons originally. And I was begging my mom and dad, dude, like, please, 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 I want this movie. And they're like, nah, bro, it'll be cheaper at the store. So I had to wait a week to go to the store. Go to Walmart, they get it. I fell in love with that movie. I still believe, hands down, it's the best Toy Story film of all of them. Obviously. It's not my personal favorite. My personal favorite's the third one. But the first one is hands down the best one. And, dude, I loved it so much that my mom actually went to the store. And she worked double shifts for this shit. She bought me some of the toys from the movie. They were authentic toys, too. They weren't plush dolls. I had the real fucking race car. I had the remote that went with it, dude. I had a life-size fuck. I had, like, a Buzz Lightyear this big and shit. Like, dude, that was awesome. And then the second one came out. And I think we can, in my opinion, I'll just forget that one because that one's stupid. No, the but second
1: one's the best best one.
0: No, it's one. not. No, it's yes, not. it is. It's got a good story, even it like, pulls the on. most
1: punches. It freaking has mm-hmm. the most um, emotional weight the of the animated movies. And the entire the, the, the entire fourth,
0: the fourth one blows. I'll give you that, dude. That one. blow. I must
1: blow. be, able, I must be able to hate it. It's good. It's just not. It's the worst one. But we're talking about some of the greatest animated movies of all time. Even the worst well, one is still pretty good.
0: Well, for their time, especially the first two, those are groundbreaking films. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. The second one did have a theatrical release, correct?
1: Yeah, it wasn't supposed to.
0: Right, because I was gonna say I it was remember reading something. To
1: DVD, and then Dude, the guy, told, the guy who's editing it took it home, and actually deleted the whole movie.
0: So they had to go film the whole fucking thing.
1: <laughs> so they completely remade a movie. Completely. That's a completely different movie. And they were watching it at the end. And they are scrambling and completing this movie in like six months. Like, oh my god, we gotta get this movie done. We gotta, probably should a movie. They were watching it, and Lasseter went, this is too fucking good to just put on a VHS tape. <laughs> We got to try well, to convince them to release this full, full breath. And good thing they did because it's, I mean, it's almost perfect.
0: Well, I've noticed a, a pattern. Disney will not do sequels theatrically unless it's a big hit. Like Frozen, Toy Story, Incredibles. That's the only way they'll do a big one. Because otherwise it's usually just like straight to digital or back then VHS. Or it's literally just a small, what, $10 special that's an hour long. You can buy it at Walmart or whatever. It's got to be like a hit series for them to actually consider releasing. Because when I was younger, dude, Pixar was really anti... Like Disney in general was anti-sequel. They would do them, but again, you'd have to like go to the store to buy them. or It'd
1: be direct DVD.
0: Yeah, it wouldn't actually be it, which is a good... I will say this, for shitting on Disney, Pixar, or whatever, I give them credit for thinking like that. For thinking that no film is better than the original. Unless it is, and then we can warrant fucking branching out. Because, dude, I may talk shit about Frozen, but you can't argue the fact that that's a box office shattering franchise. So, I mean, kudos to them. I wish that
1: but now, but now it feels like that's all Pixar's been allowed to do.
0: Yeah, sequels. Finding Dory original.
1: sucked balls. Cars 3 was fine. Incredibles 2 was bad. Toy Story 4 was good. I'm not. I can't be mad at it. Lightyear was trash. Now they're doing Inside Out 2.
0: Mm, I actually liked Inside Out 2. Inside Out a... was
1: good. Inside yeah. I don't Out want to 2, see a sequel. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't want to see a sequel. Because I, I did like the first one. It was interesting. And it was pretty genius how they talked to you about emotions. But or, I like, you know, bro- bodily feelings. I,
1: I think they're about to break the whole universe. Mm. Because they're introducing new emotions. For new emotions.
0: This Why one's is- called When Your Facts Are Wrong. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is it Ben Shapiro in the corner? Ah. Uh, actually... We don't care
0: about your Have you ever, like, heard him say the F word?
1: Yeah.
0: Me too, for the first time the other day, dude, and I was shocked. I was like, whoa. It was worth it. I was like, please cuss, just once. Just once. But anyway, it does feel like Pixar is only doing sequels based on, if you look at the rap sheet. Which kind of sucks, dude, because people bitch about this. and I don't know how you feel about it, but I like it. I love that Pixar waits 20 years to do a sequel <laughs> back in the day anyway. I loved that because it's a kid's movie, dude. It's not Terminator. Terminator saw whatever. Those were different stories. A live action film, if they wait 10 years or longer, I don't give a fuck for another one. I mean, I'll check it out, obviously. But... I know it's going to be shit and it usually is because with Hollywood, there's a saying it can't be too soon and it can't be too late. We get a lot of those these days. I loved Pixar for doing that thing where they're like, hey, let's wait a couple years, years at, l- at the very least, like three to five years, in some cases more like the Incredibles. Dude, I saw the first one when I was like, fuck, I don't know, dude, I was in grade school. I was like in third, fourth grade, probably. They made a second one when I was a full-grown man with children. Didn't see it, because I'm afraid of it, but I like that concept of, like, one sequel every so often. That should be a golden rule that you can't... I'd rather
1: they just didn't.
0: Well, that too, dude. I'm not going to lie. I'd rather you just don't make sequels. I am a... Here's the thing, dude. If you don't know me well enough by now, you're out your fucking mind. Otherwise, you would know this about me, which is... I'm really not a fan of sequels unless it's horror films. Because, dude, let's be honest, horror films are supposed to be kind of stupid. So there's room for that. There's room for stupid sequels and so on and so forth. I know people don't understand that, but I'm facing facts, dude. Horror films will never get the respect they deserve. And I think that when you're operating in that engine, you should operate within your boundaries. Horror films are the perfect place for sequels. Because it's cheap to make If it sucks you can fucking reboot it later Or spin off of it Just like every other franchise But with horror films it turns a profit And some people actually like it So that makes sense But with regular films dude I don't want a fucking sequel I don't want I'm one of those people dude I did not want A Hangover 2 Granted I was in high school Young kid I don't fucking want a sequel to that dude That's a great movie Say what you will about it. It's a fucking phenomenal movie. But we get sequel after sequel. I don't like sequels, dude. I'm not a sequel person unless it calls for it. So, a good example would be Harry Potter. Because there's, like, what? A bunch of those fucking books. Like, you're gonna have to make a sequel. That makes sense. But, typically, I'm not a sequel person. I can name very few sequels that are, like, better than the original. I can only name, like, a handful, dude. Like, um... Terminator 2, go fuck yourself if you disagree. It's clearly better than Terminator 1. I'm a big, really Scott fan. I love Aliens, but Alien, or I love Alien. Aliens, the second one, way better than the original. Uh, what else? Toy oh. Stories? Mm. Yeah, I don't know about that. Well, actually, no, no, no. I got to agree with you on one thing. I do feel that Toy Story 3 is a really strong.
1: I think 2 and 3 are better than number one.
0: Okay, well then there we go. That's perfect. Like, And I'm sure a lot of people would agree because most people I meet, they always talk about two or three, specifically three, and I don't know why, but three is like a big deal for them. I think it's because people my age that saw that shit, that movie, liter- those movies cover literally our entire lives from right. child to college student to adult. So, but um, Godfather Part 2, most people I talk to, they prefer that over the first one. And I do too. I think the second one's way better. More story. Sure, it's longer, but it's a little more impactful. I literally only named like, what, three movies, dude? Like, can you really name a fucking... sequel? suck, dude. I hate to be that guy, but sequels are fucking stupid. However, I will watch them. I will spend money on fucking sequels. So, just like Disney-Pixar, I'll probably watch it. I think the only... Um, the only Disney movie I refuse to watch, man, is uh, um, Coco. That's the only one I refuse to watch.
1: You refuse to watch Coco?
0: Yeah. Why? Well, I think a lot of it goes to my upbringing, which was... Well, first off, let me... If the people listening to the show haven't quite figured it out by now... um. Yes, I'm I'm a Mexican American, but I'm American first. I care nothing for my origin. I don't care about where I came from. I have no interest in any of that. That's kind of what Coco is. It's just kind of like, you know, Day of the Dead stuff, which is fine. Good kids movie, I will admit. Kids love it. Something about it's great. I disagree though, because I just I have no interest in Day of the Dead stuff. I have no interest in any of that culture because, again, dude, as a kid, I was raised to believe that basically you're in America. You're American, dude. Which is not to say I can't, like, enjoy my culture. I just don't want to. I have no interest. And Coco is very much a representative of my culture. To be honest, a little exaggerative, though. Coco is very exaggerative of the Spanish-Mexican culture. Yeah,
1: and it's only one of the best movies made in the past decade.
0: I... I can't say much because I haven't seen it, but Coco, that's the one. You, I... Tony,
1: to. you have to sit down and watch that.
0: Uh, Has your daughter I mean,
1: watched that movie?
0: Oh, fuck. that's all she talks about sometimes, dude. Because
1: dude, it is so good.
0: Well, I've told this joke a million times on this show, but it's it's perfect. I gotta tell it again. So, <laughs> Coco got brought up in a conversation between me and a coworker, where we were talking about why. Pixar was a smart brand. Essentially stating like, you know, hey, Pixar is super smart because it doesn't just entertain kids, it teaches kids. Clearly, inside out, feelings, right? That's the whole point. What if people had feelings? Or cars. What if fucking cars had feelings? Toy Story. What if toys had feelings? And you can't argue the fact that these movies are so good at displaying that. But again, you know, like, what if insects had feelings? We got Bugs Life. Right. What if Mexicans had feelings? Coco. <laughs> <laughs> I love telling that joke. I've told it, like, a million times on this show. But that's, yeah, that's the just of um Pixar. But, yeah, dude, that's kind of why I refuse to watch Coco, because I know I'm going to roll my eyes the whole time. It's a... People are going to call it racist, I just call it, like, neglect. I don't care for my culture, and a lot of that is in this movie. But again, I'm a, I'm fully aware that Coco's also exaggerative as shit, not completely accurate with that culture. But, again, because I don't care about my culture, I have no interest in a movie that represents it in some way. But I've heard so many people, mostly whites, <laughs> like the sting of my words that hurt. <laughs> But whites, but mostly white people, um, (laughs) they talk about cocoa, so that's why I'm afraid too. Not to say that white people are like, you know, uneducated or nothing. I'm just, I get a little worried, dog, when white people start talking about something that's clearly not like their expertise. I get a little worried. I'm like, oh, but I also love everybody. So maybe one day I'll yeah to have
1: watch to it. it is so incredible.
0: Well, there we go. That could be our assignment. Let's do a watch along to Coco. We can get yeah, my yeah. honest organic I mean, reaction.
1: The story's fantastic. The villain is fantastic. The twist is fantastic.
0: Explain and it to me a little bit. So the main character's dad, right?
1: No, so the main character wants to play music, okay? But his whole family,
0: Hey speaking know. of my culture. <laughs>
1: no you can't play music because your grandfather your great grandfather <clears throat> played mute was a professional artist and he ran out on the family
0: really okay and so
1: the entire family is now super anti um
0: They're anti- that motherfucker
1: <laughs> yeah this kid loves music and loves a really popular um, musician who's like the in this movie, he's like the Mexican Elvis. Okay, named Ernesto de la Cruz, and he loves this guy.
0: Sounds like a Mexican Elvis name,
1: <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> so, this the main character learns to play the piano or learns to play the guitar, all
0: right. That's what
1: Ernesto de la Cruz plays, and his grandma finds out, and his grandma flips out.
0: She's like, You can't. No.
1: You can't be fucking playing music. You want to destroy this family. This family is all you got. We, this family, we make shoes. We don't play music. Just <laughs> like your great grandfather, music destroyed this family. You, how dare you disrespect your your family? And she breaks this kid's guitar.
0: That's fucked. like, like grabs it grandma. and
1: shatters it on the ground. You will not play music anymore. So this guy, this kid gets told that there's gonna be a talent show, and he wants to perform in the talent show because he thinks, oh, if I just show my family I can play music well, then they'll like the music. So he goes to Ernesto de la Cruz's um, like memorial where he's buried, and his his famous guitar is mounted on the wall. Right. And so he steals the guitar off the wall on the Day of the Dead. Fucking thief. And when he does that, he gets teleported to, to like, the land of the dead, where the dead souls are when Day of the Dead doesn't happen.
0: Bro, that's like fucking up a seance and ending up in hell.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he's now he's stuck. And the only way for him to get back to the land of the living, to go back with his family, is he has to have someone who is his family members who are dead have to give them his, their blessing to go back. And he really? his great-great-grandmother who was the wife of the guy who ran out on him right. on their family for music, they <clears throat> find him and they say, okay, we'll let you go back, but you have to promise to never play music again. Right. And
0: I say, so it's up, about him
1: man. trying to find out one of the, find one of his family members that will let him go back, but let him play music.
0: Hmm. So.
1: And it's so freaking good.
0: You're know, the second person that has told me like the entire, not the entire film, but you've given me like a detailed analysis. My brother did that too. Now, I appreciate yours because at least you didn't use fancy fucking words. <laughs> so I may dude, there we go. There's another idea, a watch along Coco. <laughs> but um so my brother, uh, one of my younger brothers, clearly a white kid. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you know this about me, but all my siblings were white except me. Long story. But this one sibling in particular is like, hey, man, you seen Coco? Right when it came out. And I was like, the fuck is that? And he's like, bro, only the greatest film Pixar ever made. It's your history. You got to take your child. And I was like, that right there is why I don't want to see it. Yeah, fuck you. (laughs) No, he meant well because, like, here's the thing, dude. My brother, I love him to death, and I kind of wish we were close like we used to be as kids. But he's an adult. He works just like I do. When you get older, dude. A lot of that stuff really does go away because you're so focused on taking care of Bills and yourself. Well, anyway, I know he means well, too. Like, I guess he went and saw that movie by himself. Something you shouldn't do because it's a kid's movie. But, you know, I know he meant well, but my thing was just like, yeah, that right there is why I don't want to see it It's kind of a red flag. But if white and Mexican people love it, including little Asian girls that have told me about it. Not being racist, just Asian girls have told me about <laughs> it. Like, there's something about Asians telling me about Coco, then maybe I'll watch it. You
1: know, maybe we I can tell, do a watch along. I tell people all the time, whether they are freaking black, white, that Coco is – I think Coco is like
0: – Shaq, checkers, Coco.
1: Yeah, Shaq! If your big ass I ain't seen
0: Coco. Like, hey, Ben Shapiro, you got to watch Coco.
1: Oh, no, I know he has seen Coco because he reviewed it.
0: Dude, you know what's crazy? I think I have to go to his YouTube for reviews because I can't find him on Daily Wire. Is it just his YouTube channel?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: just YouTube. Because uh, he's actually he's pretty good at reviewing. People would think that he's boring because like, when you're a conservative, like everything in Hollywood is pretty much anti you, but he's actually pretty smart. Like, He's very open-minded. I love his reviews, dude. I think it's great. And I can't wait to see him in this film that we mentioned earlier. But yeah, that should be an idea for a future episode as Coco. Because, dude, not just my brother, but my child. My daughter Olivia wants me to watch that with her. And it's hard as a parent, dude, to tell your kid no when it's a bonding experience. But I'll say no to that. I'm like, mm-mm. But I also am sitting here thinking about it more and more. I'm like, you know what? It can't hurt to watch it because it's just a movie. And you're not the only person I know who is, you know, right-leaning, if you will, who likes Disney. I know a lot of people that are right-leaning that are like, fuck it. I ain't going to let these fuckers tell me what I can and can't enjoy. And they love fucking Star Wars, all that stuff. and. It's hard, dude. Like uh, I'm a big believer in separating the art from the artist, but Disney, I feel like they've been stabbing me for years just with all the left bullshit. But at the same time, if you let that be the reason you don't like something anymore, it's kind of like hopeless in a way. That'd be like me not liking wrestling ever again because, God, I hope this never happens. Barack Obama owns WWE. If that was the case, then I'd be like, oh, man, I've got to get shit on every night. But at the same time, I can't let a political statement ruin my childhood because Pixar is a very, very big influence in my childhood. I mean, dude, I know people don't like this movie, but Bugs Life is probably my favorite Pixar film of all time. I fucking love Bugs Life. More than just for the story in the movie. A lot, it's, again, a lot of it is because of my childhood. So, I mean, that's one I love. and. I'm really not open to a sequel, but apparently they've been talking about it. He's like, no, fuck that sequel.
1: Yeah, no. I, I, and who cares? No one cares.
0: Well, that's the thing, dude. That's how long ago? 98, 99? It's pretty old.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, to me, that's not old. Because here's the thing, dude. When people say 20, 30 years ago, I'm still thinking 70s and 80s. But they're talking about the 90s. So that sucks. it It's terrible being reminded how old we are. Not a fan of that, but that's the world we're that's the world we're living in. Now, here's my question, because you followed this stuff so well. Do you know if there's any plans to do another toy story? Again, I saw the fourth one, like maybe some of it. I left about halfway through, dude. I didn't finish it.
1: Um, so, They said pretty much deadpan that Toy Story 4 was the last Toy Story movie they're going to make. That they're done.
0: That's gay.
1: And they lied to us.
0: Okay, I was like, that's gay. I wanted a better fucking last episode or final conclusion. I didn't like the fourth one, dude. I really didn't. I was bored with it. I think it's because there was... And people like you and I that know this shit were aware of it months before it came out. The the tonal focus changed from Woody and Buzz to, you know. We knew that, though, going into it, right? Like, that was right. kind of, like, expected. I didn't like it, though. I just wasn't digging it, man. To me, like, I will say this. I love Tim Allen more than I love Tom Hanks. However, when you put the two together, dude... Oh, soft spot from my fucking heart. So when they're not the focal point, they can be there, but they're not the focal point, that kind of sucks. It's like, well, I can't use this example. Unless, you know what? Fuck it. Did you ever watch Frasier when you were a kid? No. Okay, well, then this is not going to work, but I'll explain it a little bit. Frasier is a show about a radio host, jockey, DJ, whatever, who pretty much...
1: Ham and eggs.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. A regular... Dude, literally, your 80s, 90s sitcom summed up in one episode. That's what Frasier was. They did a reboot. Oh, no. Yeah. And, dude, the thing is, it's okay. I've watched it. I'm like, okay, it's actually not bad. It's, It's pretty decent compared to the old one. But you watch it, and you can tell this show is not about Frasier at all. He's old as shit. He's no longer relevant. It's, so it's
1: like the, it's like the Roseanne. It's yeah, dude. You're
0: like, like, what the
1: Roseanne fuck? Roseanne reboot. Or they rebooted Roseanne without Roseanne.
0: Without Roseanne. Yeah, dude. Like It was... I have a problem with that, dude. You can very rarely convince me to come back when one of the main characters is no longer in it. Yeah,
1: there's probably a reason they didn't come back.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, Roseanne's was clear. She got canned. But any other film or movie or show, whatever, if they don't come back, yes. There's a reason for it. And I believe that. Like, I remember, uh, this is off topic, but I remember reading a thing about how uh, Matt Damon had pretty much finished up with the Bourne Identity Trilogy. Well, um you know, studios do what studios want to do. And from what I know, and this is the whole image of what I know. I could be wrong. It could be fucking holes in my my story here. But from what I've been told and the research I've done, they, they being the studio wanted to continue to make money off of that. They gave fancy words, but it's so they can milk the cow. They wanted to keep making movies. And basically it was like, hey, we can either bring you back. And you could do the movie, or we're just going to do it without you. And Matt Damon was basically like, well, I'm fucking Matt Damon. You're going to do this movie without me? That's (laughs) probably not how that went, but... Good luck. I imagine he was like, yeah, good fucking luck. And they were like, okay. And they did. And a lot of people hated it. Understandable, because again, the fucking star isn't in it. But, I mean, I'm not going to lie, dude. It's one of those movies where I've watched it a million times, and I'm like, okay... It sucked then. I appreciate it now. It's not Matt Damon, but it's it's Jeremy Renner. I like Jeremy Renner. So it wasn't that bad. But the point I'm making is, yeah, when you recast or decide to ignore a character because they won't return, that's kind of a shitty reason to pursue the project. Right. However, I understand if you're a person that's like, no, this is my dream. I'm going to fucking go regardless. I get that, but... Can you justify making a Batman film without Batman? Like, you have Christian Bale for three movies, right? What if he wasn't going to return for the third one? Back in the 90s, the simple answer was, recast it. Which clearly shows what happened there. That was a terrible decision. In, the, in this day and age, dude, if my star, who's Batman... If I am Matt Reeves, and I directed The Batman 2, and it's a success, and then I go to direct The Batman 3 and Robert Pattinson says, I don't want to be in it, or I want more money, whatever, my answer is not going to be, I'll just do it without him. Regardless of how passionate I am about that project, dude, if he's an established star in an established set of movies, I think the, the whole thing is over when your star is gone. Fair, in my opinion, but if it's James Bond, that's different. Yeah, recasting, dude. Not a fan of that. Sorry for that long ass rant. <laughs> I just like I'm passionate about movies. All right, like I love movies. But um, fuck yeah. I don't know where I was going with that. Other than I don't like when they recast people. That's why I won't watch sequels. Uh, I mean, can you even name one recasting you actually enjoyed? I can name like one. But yeah, I'll, like- Don-,
1: Don Cheadle.
0: Are you fucking kidding me? No. Yeah.
1: She no. was better as Lawrence. Machine. was
0: way better, dude. No, you're just He was way better, man. <laughs> no, I get what you're saying because here's the thing, too. Oh, fuck it, a...
1: Mark Ruffalo.
0: Oh, okay. I th- I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about Don. Yeah. I yeah, mean, I disagree done. with you. I like Ed Norton more, but Mark Ruffalo was good. I thought he was exceptional. He convinced me he was Hulk. I literally forgot about Ed Norton because of Ruffalo, so he yeah. was good. But I really can only name, like, mm, and again, this really doesn't say much. <laughs> I can really only name, like, one, and that was...
1: Hey, when they recast um, Reba's Daughter... Plays that again? When they recast Reba's Daughter, I barely even realized... All the blonde white women look the same to me.
0: All the blonde white women. (laughs) No, for me, I think it really was... um... God, I'm going to get so much hate for this. No, I'm not going to say it. I'm going to keep it to myself.
1: Cowardice.
0: A a little bit, I won't lie. Oh, fuck it. We're kind of already there. I'm going to be honest, dude. I don't think I should, dude. I'm, like, betraying myself right now. Fuck. This is a tough one. This is a really fucking tough one. Mm. No, that's a secret. It stays with me. But I will say this. I don't mind when it's... It's gonna kill me. It's gonna fucking kill me. Alright, fuck it. it. Here's the thing, though. Hear me out. Like, let me explain this first. (laughs) When I was a kid, 2004, there was no Marvel Cinematic Universe. I was just desperate for comic book films because they were just getting their start. Spider-Man came out in 2000. X-Men was like 99, 2000. So there was, like, hope. It was groundbreaking. Blade came out years before. But again, dude, it wasn't established. It was kind of like no one really knew what we were doing. We were just picking up comic books and going, yeah, let's do that. And that's exactly what they did with the Punisher. Tom Jane, he's by far my favorite Punisher. The reason why is because I'm a Tom Jane fan. And when I saw it as a kid, that was the first Punisher interpretation I had ever seen. Well, fast forward a couple years later, they made a sequel that was more of a reboot, but it's still a sequel. It's called Punisher Warzone. Again, I love Tom Jane. To me, he is the definitive Punisher. I prefer him. But, dude, I was on board with Ray Stevenson in Punisher Warzone. Like, he was fucking awesome, dude. Like, I didn't even think about the fact that Tom Jane wasn't in it. Because here's the thing, dude. Tom Jane acted the role. Ray Stevenson looked like the Punisher from the comics. So there was kind of like, hey, Tom's not coming back for this. Like, oh, that sucks. I ain't watching it. We got a guy that looks like him, though. Like, okay, I'll check it out. You know, that's what that was. That was where I was like, okay, I enjoyed the recasting. But I still say to this day, I profess, even above and beyond the Netflix Punisher series we got, Tom Jane is my Punisher. That's the only Punisher I want to see.
1: Alan Ripson um, in Reacher was a better, was good recasting. Because fuck Alan Cruz.
0: Oh, shit, dude, did you hear about who was casted as fucking Lex Luthor? No. Look it up. Just just look up Lex Luthor cast, uh, new casting, or Lex Luthor new actor, or whatever. I think you might like who it is. I like him. I think he's a great actor. Starts with an N.
1: Let's see. Get the news up. Holy shit, is it Riddler?
0: No. You'll recognize him.
1: Yeah, it's Nicholas Holt. It's the Riddler.
0: Not homie. The Riddler was uh, Paul Dano. No, no, but... no, no, no.
1: The Riddler from Gotham.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. That's right. Now that makes sense. See, you think of him as in Gotham, right? I immediately think of Beast from X X-Men, um, X-Men First Class and Days of Future Past and Dark Phoenix. He was Beaston though, so I, I think of him as Maybe that, but he
1: wasn't.
0: Huh? Nicholas Holt, whatever his name is.
1: Maybe Bro. he wasn't Riddler in Gotham. No, he wasn't. Well, That's Corey Michael Smith.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, I'm, well, I'm not gonna lie to you, dude. I only watched the first season of Gotham, if that. Wasn't a fan of it, dude. I'll it be was honest. super
1: great, but I fucking loved that show.
0: Well, Nicholas Holt, if you don't know who he is, he's actually been in quite a few shit. I would say his definitive role, though, like so far, what's like, the best role he's done in my opinion? He was a character in Mad Max: Fairy Road. I thought he was great in that. I immediately think of him when I think of that movie. But Nicholas Holt, dude, he's a great actor. I hope I'm saying his name right. Um, oh, he's
1: in Renfield too, and um, yeah, Nicholas Cage.
0: Did you ever see the the menu?
1: No, not yet,
0: bro. I know you don't like scary movies. This one really isn't even a scary movie. It's more of a thriller. You gotta watch the menu, dude. It's it's comical and it's a satire of like cooking and like the cooking channel industry and shit like that. It's great, dude. Nicholas Holt is in that too, or whole. I don't even care to say his fucking name. I ain't rich, but he's in that, and so is uh, who plays his like girlfriend in it. The chick from Split, Anna Taylor or something. But anyway, yeah, he's the guy that's gonna play Lex Luthor. And you know what, dude? I know there's a lot of people that hate Batman versus Superman, Donna Justice, and Man of Steel, and whatever. I actually didn't mind Jesse Eisenberg, or however you say his name, is Lex Luthor. Thought he was perfect because he's a nerd. But Nicholas, dude, this guy is the perfect casting if you're looking for a younger Lex Luthor. I don't know if they're gonna make him bald or not. I kind of hope so, because that's the signature look. But if they don't, I'll be forgivable about that. I'm telling you this kid's a good actor.
1: Who's directing this new Superman?
0: I actually don't know. I just saw a thing from James Gunn about it. That's all. This tequila sucks. Ugh. But yeah, Nathan I don't... I do know that Austin gets his wish. We're getting another fucking Superman.
1: Yeah, Nathan Fillion's in it. Wait, who? Nathan Fillion?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean... Here's oh, the-
1: James Gunn,
0: let's go. Yeah, I thought... Maybe I failed to mention that, my bad. But yeah, it's James Gunn's new Superman movie. Well, you know, James Gunn's in control, but because we're starting fresh, this is one of the new Superman movies. And Nicholas Holt, or whatever his fucking name is, he'll be Lex Luthor in it. I don't know if they picked a Superman, though. I don't know. They do have... It's um,
1: David sweat from...
0: Who? Where is he from? Um,
1: Do you ever watch The Politician? The TV series?
0: No, I'm going to have to now because I want to know who this motherfucker is.
1: Project Payday, Journey 3000. I know him from The Politician. That's all I know him from.
0: Oh, shit, shit. Okay, well.
1: At least somebody's House of Cards, I don't remember.
0: Well, hey, maybe that could be the next uh, focal point for the next episode. We can discuss the new up-and-coming DC. I'm not going to lie, dude. Like, I'm a, I am ai love comics. As a comic book fan, I love comics. I don't have an actual house that I enjoy more. When it comes to movies, yeah, I do enjoy DC more, but... Hell des-
1: yeah. Fucking Nathan Fillion's Green Lantern.
0: Okay, I mean, there we go. Fuck yeah. Let me ask you something before we close this out. How did you feel about the rumors of Tyrese Gibson being one of the Green Lanterns? Um I was happy with it just because there's multiple Green Lanterns. I thought it would have worked if they were trying to find like a humorous one. Cause at one point DC was gonna try to do a Green Lantern core film.
1: Well, I'm just it seems a little small, but I guess maybe it could
0: bulk up. Oh that and fucking you know they'll CGI the shit out of it, so that makes sense. I was just a little excited for it, just like I said, primarily because it was a different type of Green Lantern. Because when I read the news, when it was like Tyrese Gibson to play the next Green Lantern, I was like, "Gay," Until I realized what they were doing, which was, we're going to do a Green Lantern core movie. And if you're a diehard comic book fan, you know Green Lantern is not one superhero. So I would have enjoyed it. Because I do like Tyrese, dude. I really do. I listen, I listen to his music. Obviously, I'm a 90s kid. Loved his music. Um, he is one of the many reasons I still check into Fast and Furious movies, because he's just fucking funny. He plays a good dumbass. So I thought that, you know, that would have been interesting to see. Probably, be- I mean, I know that people will probably disagree with me right now, but let's be honest here. What's worse, that or Ryan Reynolds as Green Lantern? Think about it.
1: The movie doesn't exist. Deadpool went back and killed him before he wrote
0: it. Yeah, dude. Like, Here's the thing, dude. I could tell Green Lantern was not supposed to be Ryan Reynolds movie. I think he was writing off the coattails of damn, I didn't get my Deadpool movie I wanted because X-Men Origins sucked. How bad can it get from here? And it got worse. I do know that Ryan Reynolds has said that besides Deadpool, he'll never do another comic book film again. Because he had bad experiences with, and I understand it, X-Men Origins, Blade Trinity. I mean, I like Blade Trinity. It's not that bad. I don't think it's like that terrible. It's because it's funnier. I think that's why people hate it. It's more PG-13 compared to the first two. But yeah, you add those three movies together and it kind of makes sense why he's like, I'll never fucking do a comic book film again unless it's Deadpool. Dude, I'm sorry, but how many times do you take a dick in the ass and you're like, yeah, I don't like this? <laughs> but anyway, I'm glad that we spend, we spend um, like, what, 40 minutes talking about Disney Pixar? At least it was consistent. So thanks, guys, for listening. Um, if you like what you heard here and you want to check out more, please check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Please go to our YouTube channel, subscribe. Um we're currently having a maintenance issue with the dot but once that's up, we'll let you guys know. Please follow us on Instagram. That's at thegreatgrowthpodcast. We're also on TikTok. I am Tony here with my buddy Austin. Austin sir, it's been a blessing. I had fun sitting here just bullshitting with you. I I miss this. We've had a lot of guests, so it's been kind of it's been kind of difficult, but we're getting there. Um, otherwise, I will see you on the next one. Adios.